Hello, beauty bosses. Welcome to the Beauty Boss Essentials Podcast. This series offers tips and training to direct sellers, affiliate, and network marketers. Hear real-life stories and tips from the top. We will cover trending topics from beauty to business. We are your hosts, Emily and Matt Stevens, National Avon Top Leader, Independent Sales Representative, and Beauty Blogger. For more tips, visit beautybossessentials.com and subscribe to see the newest training for your beauty business. Welcome back, beauty bosses. This is the Beauty Boss Essentials podcast with your hosts, Emily and Matt Stevens. Today, we're talking about social media best practices. And Emily, uh, that is not my forte there. I don't really know too much about it, so I'm interested in uh, learning a little bit from you and how you do it. Of course, I obviously follow you, so I, I see what you're what you post and um, how much you post and what you post about. Uh, but really, it's given me a chance to learn how you do it. I know social media isn't your favorite thing, and that's pretty common. Not a lot of people love to hang out on social media, but it's a necessary tool for business owners, especially now. So I think it's important to talk a little bit about etiquette and best practices when using social media for your business. So let's start with some easy ones. I think an easy one is just to respond to people. If, if someone does comment on something you post on social media, even if it's just an emoji or a GIF, comments back and forth helps Facebook and Instagram think, ooh, these people are friends. And so it's going to help boost your post into their feed more often. So it's really simple, but responding is a great best practice. And I, I feel like I do that with my own page, you know, when I'm just on there and I post a picture of the kids or obviously I, I like to post pictures of my grills. So, your grill. You're so the, when I'm grilling, you know, and I see somebody, uh, I see somebody comment on a picture, I feel like it's proper to respond to them, tell them they thank you if they compliment something or um, just like a, a laugh emoji or just respond to them some way. But I mean, I can tell that, you know, that does help. And I think people will like pictures more often the more I do respond to them. Exactly. It's it's building a relationship and building a connection. And that's what social media is all about. So my next tip is to follow up. So when you're running a business and posting about your business on social media and you post a picture of a new product and someone comments, that's so cute. Follow up. I know it sounds silly, but follow up with them via message. Maybe ask them a question about, have you ever used vitamin C before? And try to start an engaging conversation about their comment in private messenger to follow up and maybe potentially lead to a sale. So this is an important one. This is huge for social media etiquette, but it really is quite simple. Stay positive on social media. Avoid that trap of airing your dirty laundry on social media. If you're if you're running a business and you're portraying 
yourself on social media for your business. You're not you're not just representing yourself, but you're representing your brand. So it's so important to stay positive. And I think that's in any any business. I mean, you know, whatever you're doing, how your day's going, you know, I, if I have a terrible day at work, I'm not going to come home and put it right on social media right away and say, oh man, what a day. This was terrible. I had a customer yell at me and just wasn't happy and doesn't understand what's going on. And no one wants to hear that. No, no one wants to well, read that, I guess. And they're going to just stop following they're me. Gonna they're going to stop following not, you. Because yeah. I'm just, I'm posting negative stuff. So I, I just, as me, when I'm on social media, what I'm looking for is I'm looking at, you know, is there a funny picture or a funny meme or um, stuff about grilling or um, <laughs> sports? You know, that's the stuff I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to. And when I see just as, a, as an outsider looking in, Emily, when I see people post negative things, it definitely, it, it makes me want to not follow their page honestly it so it brings you down like you you feel their vibe it's so true your vibe attracts your tribe so if you're putting negative vibes out there and you're constantly posting about negativity that's what you're going to attract that's what's going to be attracted to you so if you want positivity and you want good energy then that's the energy that you need to put out there on social media okay so next, we're going to talk a little bit about some some methods for social media, some strategies per se. So the first rule or method I'm going to talk about is called the 80-20 rule. Has anybody heard about that? The 80-20 rule is simple. 80% of your posts should be about you and only 20% should be that that hard sell. And and. I, I agree with that because on social media, you can create so many different pages. You know, it, you, you have your personal page mm-hmm. where, you know, maybe it's your friends, your close friends, your family, and you can create a business page. Like you don't have to use, you know, I, I feel that way. You don't necessarily have to use your personal page to do all your selling. You know, you can create another another page like that's you know, hey, this is my business page, come follow it. Yes, having a good mix of platforms within social media, a business page, a customer group for VIP, an Instagram page, I mean, it all works together. Um, But even even on your your business page, you want people to see you. Think think of your social media platforms as a network or Netflix. So you're the show. You're you're why people are following you. They the people that are following you like you and they want to see you. They don't want to see commercials. Exactly. So when um we're watching Netflix together and we're watching a show and then the theme song comes on <laughs> the intro, and you got yep. the option to be like skip. Skip. I'm hitting skip every time. And I mean, when you miss the I, skip button, it's like, ah, I've got to for 30 like, seconds and listen to a song. Like, oh man, this just ruined the show. Where's the remote? <laughs> right. And and you don't want people to be skipping your post and or to unfollow you because all they're seeing is commercial after commercial. Again, people are following you because they like you. They're connected with you. They have a relationship with you. And so show people 
you and not um, a flood of commercials. Only 20% of it should be uh, maybe about a, about a specific product or the hard sell, like I, like I call it. Okay, Emily. So now you got the 80-20 rule. What's, what's your next step? So the five-a-day method. So this is a concept that one of my leaders came up with, Jennifer Francis. The five-a-day method is where you make a point to connect with five people a day that that you don't normally connect with. So maybe it's someone you're already friends with, but maybe you haven't messaged them in a year. So you find a common ground to reach out. Maybe you look at their timeline and see what they've been up to. Oh, their son went to college this fall. Let me just message and see how their son's doing um, home for holidays. You know, make a connection, a genuine connection. Your intent is not to make a sale. Your intent is to make a connection. So the five-a-day method helps put your content in the feed of your friends. So the next method, don't shout. What does that mean? So don't shout means uh, no. Wait a second. I thought that meant you put exclamation points and <laughs> or all after caps. in all caps. Like you hear me yelling. You can you can read it. You can read that I'm yelling. No, no, not shouting means no hey girl messages. It means don't put a post out there that's who wants to join my team? Who wants to buy my stuff? It's 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 a um, a non sales at. Uh, tactic. You don't want to be screaming at people, buy my stuff, join my team. That's screaming. Don't shout those things on social media. And that's that's a good idea. That's a great idea too, because I'm again going back to I'm just I'm I'm on social media for the fun. I'm just I'm I'm not looking to buy exactly. anything or anything like that. I'm just on there for the fun. So the last thing I want to see is Hey Matt, I need you to do this, or because because that's how it comes across. Yep. Um, and I, I, you know what? It's it's my time. I'm on my time, and it's just not right. what I want to see. But you know, in your case, with with your new Traeger and your new Blackstone, if someone happens to see a picture of this awesome meal that you made for your awesome wife, they're going to be curious about where did he get that grill? What's he doing here? And that is just attracting them to what you're doing. And that's that's actually those pictures are actually some of the most I get commented on. Right. Is, hey, what they're, kind of grill is that? what where'd you get it at how much was it yep and it was no selling i'm just showing you hey man it's it's the other night it was 32 degrees and i was grilling on it so um and people were commenting on it so hey you know what hey it's a great grill to use all year long that's was my response actually that kind of leads me into my next method or strategy, it's called facts tell and stories sell. So for example, you were posting pictures of the meal that we had, the meal that you were cooking on the grill, and you're just telling a story. It's never too cold to grill. You know, you're out there grilling in 32 degree weather and you're telling a story, but you know what? I'm sold on the idea now of you grilling for me in the evenings. It's that uh, Indiana blood in me. There it's you that- go. 
<laughs> it, uh, you know, we grill year round up there. So, you know, it doesn't matter. That's all good. You know, like you're, you're not just listing all the facts about, about grilling. You're just taking a picture and telling us a story about the fact that you're grilling. People, people don't want to be drowning in facts. They don't care. They just want to know, is this going to work for me? Is this going to make my life better? So maybe you are um, posting a picture with the vitamin C serum, for example. Talk about what the benefits are of that vitamin C serum, what it does for your skin and why you like it. Don't sit there and list 20 ingredients for your followers. They just don't care. And, you know, Emily, there was a product we actually tried that you actually had me try. Um, it was for, for my face, Vonin. Vonin, skincare for men. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, you, I have posted pictures of it when I first got it. And ever since then, I've had actually had a lot of people at work comment about how good my skin looks. And it, <laughs> it's, it's weird. Um, because I've never really had that before, but just the simple fact that I posted it, it brought attention to yep. the people that saw me at work. And, uh, we had a really good time, like actually demoing that and everything. But, um, after I posted that it's now it's people are paying attention it's, to it. It created a conversation. It created an opportunity to talk to people about it. Exactly. Okay. So next is branding. That kind of sounds like a foreign word <laughs> to some people, I think. Branding. Okay, so if you're watching or if you're listening to us here, maybe you're an Avon representative. Maybe you're a direct sailor in a different network marketing company. Whatever your brand is, that's not you, though. You are your own brand. Yes, you might sell Avon and Avon is the brand that you represent, but you have your own brand within your own business. For example, I'm an Avon representative. I'm a national leader for a national team, but that doesn't define who I am. My brand is Beauty Boss Essentials and I represent a lot of things within that brand. Um, so you have to develop a brand of you. Maybe maybe part of your brand is the fact that you like to cook. Maybe maybe you like to craft. You need to think about what it is that defines you and makes up the person of you and that's the kind of person that you're going to attract. So if if you like to craft, for example, Maybe to talk about the latest DIY project you did with the kids. Those are the kind of people that are you're going to attract because they like the same things you like. So in this in this business of direct sales, I like to say people buy from people they like. And the people that like you are already following you. So make sure that you're showing people the real you, the authentic you, and all of the things that make up the brand of you to attract the same kind of people. Does that make that's, sense? That's, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely makes sense. So, and that's that's key. That's You nailed it on the head with that. It, people are going to buy. You have your favorite stores that you mm -hmm. like to shop because you know that you trust that brand. You trust it. You know it's going to 
last, you know, it's going to be a good product. You know that. So, I mean, you, you hit it on the hit. So what's our next, next point there, Emily? The next, the next point is knowing what your resources are. So if you are an Avon representative, we have an amazing resource on Facebook. It's a group called Timeless Beauty Lessons, and we train and we offer tips and strategies, but we collaborate with other representatives and we learn from each other. And it's a a positive and safe place to ask questions and get inspiration. Also, beautybossessentials.com is a great resource for training as well as Jennifer Francis's blog, timelessbeautylife.com. These are all great resources for training. So making sure that you're in the know and up to date with what is on trend um, so that you can always have the the newest product and the the newest strategy to bring to your customers and your team for your specific brand. And again, you hit that word that I've pretty much mentioned every episode is you hit that training word. And again, I'm going to, I sound like a broken record here, but (laughs) that is the biggest reason people leave is because they just feel like they didn't get the training or were weren't taught how to do this job properly. So take advantage of it. It's the resources are out there. Take advantage, visit the websites. In in my job, I, I call other managers and I, I talk to them. Hey man, I had this happen. Can you help me out with this? Because that's a lot of times you just don't know. And and I've been with great managers and they've all always told me to reach out to them because you're going to always come up against something you've never had to deal with before. And you got to know how to respond and taking advantage of those resources and the people that have been there before you um, to help you get through something you're not quite sure on how to do, you know, take advantage of it. It helps you out tremendously. It's helped me out in my career. I mean, I've called people all the time to ask questions and I'm not ashamed to do it. It's, it's making me a better manager. Exactly. And and that's kind of your tribe. It's like those are your people that you call upon when you have a question. So co- learning who to collaborate with and kind of building your tribe is so important. So I recommend also follow what other successful people are doing in your brand space. So again, a lot of us here listening are Avon representatives. So follow other successful Avon representatives on social media. Um, Follow me, follow my business page, Emily Stevens or Jennifer Francis. Michaela Sierra Duke is a great one to follow on Instagram, especially Whitney Klein is a great one. Deb Hastings, she's the Pinterest queen. So find other successful Avon representatives or people in your brand space that are doing what you're doing and model their behavior. Be authentic and be genuine and make it your own. But take it, take inspiration from what they're doing and try to implement those same same skills into what you're doing. But I think it's also super important to take a look at what you're doing that isn't working. What are you posting about? What are what are your behaviors on social media that 
that aren't bringing you the results. And and maybe it's time to identify, maybe what can I change? What am I doing that isn't working that I do need to change? I remember, Matt, a couple episodes back, you quoted Albert Einstein, and he defined the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you need to get a different result out of what you're doing on social media, maybe it's time to do something different. So maybe that's implementing the 80-20 rule. Maybe that's changing the fact that you're not being as positive as you need to be on social media. I mean, let's be honest, 2020 hasn't been the most positive of years, but I think you can find some happiness and some silver lining in everything that's going on around you. Absolutely. You can, you have to, you have to find that positivity in your life in, in every day. You know, we, we, we tend to remember the, we tend to remember the bad days, but we don't remember the good days. Um, and if you, you sit back and look at it, you know what? Hey, I've, I've probably only had a handful of bad days, but guess what? I remember all those. Mm -hmm. And you know, we, we take the good days for granted and we just, we got to remember those good days. We got to stay positive. You know, anything good that happens to you throughout the day, you need to be thankful for it and grateful for it and, and share it. And even if it was a bad day, did you learn something? (laughs) Did you learn something? Yeah, that's the best. uh, Failure is the best learning tool. It's okay to fail because you learn how to do it. You you know, okay, I know this didn't work, so let's try something else. Don't give up. Let's just try something else. Absolutely. So go out there and try something new. Do something scared. Never stop learning and, and have a better uh, presence on social media with some of these best practices. So what are we going to talk about next week, Matt? We're, we're going to kind of switch a little bit of gear here. Are you, are you ready for some beauty next week? Okay, I guess so. Um, uh, Another topic that I don't know I'll be able to contribute much to, but hey, I'm going to support you all along the way and uh, I'll throw in my comments like I did today. (laughs) I know, I know you've noticed upstairs in the bathroom because you, you kind of joke around a little bit with me on my skincare fridge upstairs in the bathroom. I got, I kind of got excited when I first saw it. I'm like, hey, Emily got me a refrigerator for up here. I'm like, hey, it's not for the beer. Throw some, yeah, throw some drinks in there. But no, it is, uh, when she told me it was for skincare, I was like, what? What? (laughs) Yes. What are you putting in the skincare in the fridge? (laughs) So next week, we are going to talk about the trending topic of the skincare fridge. So we're going to debunk some myths. We're going to talk about the benefits and how to use the topic of the skincare fridge to sell more skincare in your beauty business. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Beauty Boss Essentials podcast. Thank you guys very much for everything you guys have done and for all the downloads and listens. Um, it's, It's been really awesome and very humbling to see this taking off. So it's been, been great. If you guys like what we are doing, 
hit that follow or subscribe button. And if you love what we are doing, please leave us a review and a rating. Y'all have a great week.